Hi, and welcome to the Carnivore Stories podcast with me, Alyssa Grubner. The carnivore way of eating completely changed my life. And it's stories just like the ones you'll hear on this podcast that encourage me to keep going every step of the way. I hope you're ready to hear an inspirational carnivore story. I know I am, so let's get into it. Hello, and welcome to episode four of the Carnivore Stories podcast. Today, our guest is John Rossi, a 29-year-old music photography and film artist living in the Ridgewood neighborhood of Queens, New York. Welcome, John. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing very well. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, it means a lot. It's it's uh, it's it's the, I, this conversation is probably going to get really crazy. I never thought I'd be here, to be honest with you, or to okay. be in this kind of situation. So, but um, okay, well, I'm excited. I've yeah. I've been looking forward to it. Yeah, no, it's it's. I mean, I don't know if you want to just get right into it, but I, uh, I, I battled with, uh, eating disorders for, for a really long time. Um, 29 now, like you just said, and at 22, I'll probably say is when I started to really get into, uh, my anorexia. So I was diagnosed with anorexia nervosa, uh, around 22, 23, um, I'm I'm 5'11. Can never break that six foot range, but I'm 5'11. It's okay. Um, you can call it six foot. I won't tell anybody. <laughs> I, you know, the funniest thing is when I have my my ID, when I have my first ID, I was with my mom because we had like driver's test and all that. And she's like, I put down 5'11. She's like, you can put down six foot. I was like, no, I'm not a lie. Like, I don't want to lie. Like, I don't, but um, but yeah, so I'm 5'11. I am probably around 155 pounds now at my lowest weight I was about 117 so I was very 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 uh malnourished and um the lowest point of of my weight my life funny enough how that coincides um I was in New Orleans with my family uh it was a family trip uh, it was me and my parents, my siblings weren't involved, but, um, we were with like family friends of ours and I was in New Orleans in the middle of summer. So if you know anything about New Orleans, New Orleans, it's very hot down there. It's very humid very mm-hmm. much, uh, in the middle of summer. And I was in a full length shirt, uh, a flannel, a sweatshirt, leggings and jeans. And I was freezing. Oh my God. And I was freezing. And like, like that's how malnourished I was. Like sickly, sick, sickly and whatever skinny. And, um, that was the lowest I again, have ever been in my life and, and with my weight. Um, and it was around that time where I started to actually get better professional help. And, um, I got on board with the nutritionalist and everything like that. And, and uh, I started obviously adding more weight back on, but my journey with, with food, with, with nutrition, with health, with everything uh, has been going on for the last eight years. 
eight years or so. I mean, from everything from, from diet fads to, you know, about like 21 years old being super depressed, 22. And, and I was just in my early twenties being very depressed um, and Mm -hmm. finding ways to literally try to disappear. So I was very into food, very into health, nutrition, all that stuff. I mean, you know, it's funny how diet falls under health and nutrition when it's literally, you know, one of the worst things people, you know, can, can do. And, and mm. they, they don't know how to, they don't know what they're trying to, 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 to obtain a lot of it. A lot of times it's control. They don't feel like they can obtain the control in their life. So if they're overeating or they're stress eating or they're this and that. And then it's the same exact thing with diet and, and trying to lose weight. You're trying to control your weight and um, not doing that correctly or not doing that in the best mindset. You find yourself in these diet fads and all these things, and you're just getting obsessed with numbers. And, you know, we can, I mean, I did every single diet known to man that I've known as a man. Um, what was the worst? It's, you know, it's really, I, I, I have to say it's really funny because I cut out all meat. That was the first thing that went was mm-hmm. all meat. And, um, I was a vegan for a really long time, but then I gained a lot of weight back and I got healthier, healthier weight as a vegan. Um, when, when you're that compromised mentally and emotionally at that lowest point of my life to, to try to, the idea of incorporating other foods was, I had so much, I had such minimum mental clarity and cognitive, like, you know, intuition that if, if you were to say, John, eat, just eat this chicken breast, I would have freaked out. I had to be like, and I know this going to sound crazy to so many people, but I still had to count calories. Probably the calorie counting was probably the worst diet, truthfully. But mm-hmm. um, it was like, I, I could only eat Subway. I could only eat because I could like, you know, calorie count everything on the sandwich. It, it's so silly. It's so stupid. Um, but, and then I remember one day I put a bunch of weight back on. I got, I got, you know, to a healthier weight and I was pretty healthy. I was running. I was doing a lot of things. Um, everything was, was, was getting back to a, a stable uh, level. And I remember one day I was eating like a fake chicken and I looked at, I was living with my parents, I looked at my dad and I was like, why don't I just eat regular chicken? Like I, like, I was like, right, like this, I was like, wait, 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 why am I not eating chicken? Because I no longer, you know, feel certain ways and I'm going to eat the fake stuff. Why don't I just, what am I doing? What am I, so like, I think that night my dad's like, get in the car. Like we drove, like, you know what I mean? Like we drove to the supermarket. He's like, he's like, we're going to do it. And then he made it. And it was like this weird thing. We like sat down. I was like, whoa. Cause at that point, like, like this was, you know, the, the journey was so, 
was so obviously evident to my family, but it was so incorporated with every single person in my family. At some point, it was speeches I was making because being a, a male um, who clearly has no problem talking, forgive me if I'm just rambling. <laughs> um, but for a very personal, you know, like outgoing person who is fine speaking for people, um, it's very rare for someone like me to to come down with anorexia or so I've been told. And so I believed for a really long time. Um, but, you know, everyone at some point was, was incorporating my family because it was very openly talked about and very openly discussed and um, we're very tight in family. So once I told that to my dad, it was so funny because he's like, get in the car, we're going, we got, we got chicken breast. And I just sat there and he's like, how do you feel? And I was like, so sort of God, I go, it's a lot more chewing than I remember. And that was like, the only, but I didn't feel bad. I didn't feel terrible. The anxiety was gone. And I, I honestly, that was probably about, that was probably about four years ago, probably 25. And I did that for a really long time. And I kind of found myself eating more chicken, eating more eggs, eating more fish. And then I was like, well, I feel great doing this and I'm running and my career is taking off. And I kind of was like, well, you know, I still don't know. I still have these, these anxiety inducing food, red meat for whatever, you know, and a lot of times what comes with, with, with the mental issues of, of anorexia and the control is, is, um, and I've been very open with this, my family and my friends, and you kind of pathologically lie. Mm. You're lying to yourself, you're lying to your friends, like your mm-hmm. family. No, I'm eating. No, I'm not eating. You know, it's very, it's almost competitive and you're, you know, you're, you're, you're lying to people a lot. And I, I remember being like, no, I'm allergic to red meat. I'm allergic <laughs> to red, like I have an allergy to red meat. And, I, and, and, you know, it's funny because I am lactose intolerant and my dad has a wheat allergy, which is funny. Um, I, I do not eat, I can't handle wheat for whatever reason, because it's whatever it is, if it wasn't in my system, all these things, if it's mental, it is what it is. I'm, I'm, I am healthy enough to, to say if it's mental it's mental. And I just don't feel like going down that mm-hmm. road right now. Um, but, um, but yeah, I don't handle wheat well with him, but this red meat thing is so funny because I was lying about something that I wanted so bad. And it was almost like the lie was in a way of myself telling myself like, Oh, don't worry about it. Or like, Oh, like, you know, you can't have it anyway. Can't have it anyway. And, you know, still living like 90% vegan with a little bit of, you know, it's giant salad. And we're talking like, giant salads bowls that were like for like a family-sized portion of the salad is what i was Mm -hmm. eating like three times a day and i can't tell you the amount of time the amount of time that i've wasted just trying to eat this amount of food to feel satiated and I kind of always was like eating these giant big bowls of food and then still being like, well, I'm still kind of hungry. And like 30 minutes later, like, you know, eating like another head of, of celery. Um, 
I do have to admit I'm a pretty big cardio freak. I love running. I actually do enjoy running, which is, I know mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, that's, I actually enjoy running. It's, I love the challenge of it. I'm not a good runner. It's why I like the challenge of it. Um, and I work out every day. I still find at least an hour every day, no matter if I'm filming or if I'm recording or playing a show, I, I still run or work out every day. Um, so I was like burning a lot of calories. I was, I was always trying to like replenish, replenish, replenish with so much. I don't know. I don't know if I can curse on here, but bull crap, just BS products, protein powders, mm-hmm. protein powder, literally to the point of like eating protein powder. Cause I was scared and anxious that I wasn't satiating myself properly. And then I was listening to a podcast with, I think Paul Saladino, I don't remember who he was on, but he's just on Instagram. He's the carnivore MD. And he, I don't know what it was, but I I truly don't remember what it was, but I just said, you know what? I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try whatever ground beef, whatever it is. Alyssa, I can't tell you (laughs) the like it was almost like you know that you know that was like childhood game of like the rectangle goes in the rectangle and it's like the circle it was as if like immediately the everything just was just went in and it was like this it was just like crazy like relevation that it was like holy crap wait a second, I'm okay right now? Like, I don't, I'm not hungry? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have, it's like in the movie Step Brothers and they're like, we have so much room for activity. I was like, I have so much time to do. What, I have, what, where's, where's this coming from? Like, what, and, you know, I was still doing things. Like I was still doing a lot of fruit too. Mm-hmm. Um, about, about when was this? Julie, this is like two months ago. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, no. All right, and, cool. But, but you know, like the reason why, you know, there, I'm sure there are people that have been on carnivore for years that, that will be on this podcast and will tell you hit. I thought it was, wasn't a bad idea for me to reach out because of the fact that, look, I was, you know, eating disorders, anorexia, other like bulimia, mm. binge eating, I've had every single process. So if I can't, I always feel that like, if I have this story and like this helps people because I've been told that it does, then I'll never, I'll never shut this voice off because I do feel that if people are watching this or trying to, they stumble upon this and they, if my story can help anybody, then I, I, that, that due diligence, I have to, I have to talk about it because yes, someone's story saved my life. I don't think I had that power, but maybe my story can help put somebody in a better light. Um, Absolutely. So I'm, I'm sure there are plenty of people out there that have a, a far better understanding of this diet. But I, I, my idea was like, you know, this has been the best thing I've done for myself mentally, emotionally, physically in the last eight plus years. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's, that's. That's the thing about carnivore. It's not like, oh, you know, let's wait and see like six months, a year, two years down the road. I mean, the the results are are instant for, for a lot of people, 
you know, it doesn't take long, it doesn't take long to start reaping the benefits for sure of nourishing your body. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because I would see people. Okay. So I work a lot within the vegan movement of New York, which, oh, yeah. Which in New York is pretty big. Um, oh, I know. I yeah. know. So a lot of my friends, which is like, it's weird because I work on film sets a lot of times and, and it's, you know, a lot of times if we have crafty food out there, like, what do you want? And, you know, you're, you're like, well, what are we getting? A lot of times it's like, I, I always, I'll bring my own food or, or like, you know, if we have to like put in meals, it's, it's always, it's, it's, um, it's, it gets weird. And you have to kind of explain to people what steamed beef from a Chinese food <laughs> store is, you know what I mean? Um, but, um, but, oh, what was it? I'm so sorry. What was it? Well, I was which is working with the vegan movement. Um, I'm so sorry. I forget where I was going with this, but I, I, maybe I was trying to say like, you know, it's, it, it is so funny because you talk to these people and, oh, this is what it was. I'm so sorry. So I would be talking to these, my friends that are vegans and I love these people. They're a lot of them are such great people and they're truly genuine and nice and they're, everyone thinks that they're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure so many people are doing the right thing for them. Like I knew that what I was doing three years ago was the right thing for me to do three years ago. You know what I mean? And that was mm-hmm. when I was a vegan, that was the right thing for me to do three years ago. Now this is the right thing for me. Mm-hmm. And I respect that. I respect that of anybody, whatever they want to do. But for me, I'm talking to my friends and they're like, dude, you look great. Like, you like your hair is fuller like your beard looks good like you're stronger and i have to sit there and be like Mm. yep thanks man i really appreciate it and i know tell him it's the beef tell him it's the beef (laughs) i just i i have i have talked to some people and um i have been like yeah no like i have i and i thought like it's weird because Someone asked me like, um, like, like, how do you feel? And I'm like, it's like hitting puberty for the second time. Because mm. I didn't have beef, red, red meat for, for, for honestly, got almost 10 years. Okay. And now that I have it, it's funny because I was doing meat and fruit for a while. And then that's a whole another story. And then I, now I'm like, like, like a I'm doing just strictly mm. ground beef burgers. I found a routine that works for me. Um, me trying to research this, I think a lot of people have the same question. Well, how much do I eat? That's mm-hmm. like been like a lot of the same questions that I found on Reddit pages and interviews and podcasts. And what I can say to everybody is what everyone has been saying. They're like, just eat until you feel full yeah like just just eat until you feel good like yeah. don't worry about weight don't worry about anything just mm-hmm. eat till you feel uh, so i'm i've done that i don't know if it's too much red meat i don't know if it's enough like whatever it is it feels good now yes but um yeah but, listen to your body at all cost but yeah. that, and that's 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 100 thing where you're talking to people and 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 you know these conversations come up and and i and I kind of just have to like sit back and smirk and just be like, well, you know, 
you could all feel this way too. But it is like it is like the second coming of puberty where I do feel like I'm on this like superfood. It's very odd. But like if I could feel this good, like I know what it's like to go to bed saying, don't worry, you'll eat tomorrow. And knowing mm-hmm. that lie to yourself. Mm. I know what it's like to go to bed and say, oh my God, I ate way too much. Why did I just binge eat thousands of calories at night? I need to purge this. I'm not mm-hmm. going to eat tomorrow. I'm going to run 10 miles tomorrow. Mm. to burn. I'm going to, and I know exactly what it's like to wake up today after going to bed last night, eating and feeling great, waking up today and going, yeah, you know what? I'm going to try to see if I can lift a little bit heavier today. And I lifted a little heavier today. Mm-hmm. And then I still was able to get back, do my work, eat it like, and it's the, the like inflammation of my mind, the swelling of from anxiety and 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 poor diet is the, like the greatest blessing I've given myself. And I'm not sitting here saying like, because I know that might sound weird if you're trying to correlate like, well, he's he eats beef and now he feels fine. No, but if you're coming from the point of view that I have of, of anxiety, eating, stress, eating, mm-hmm. eating disorders, bulimia, um, anorexia, binge eating, if you're coming from that point of view and I've done every diet on in that point of view and the one thing that broke the cycle was introducing beef you should probably listen and i'm never going to tell anybody to listen to me but maybe just do a little bit of research into this because it's kind of scary in a way that it is so evident you know what i mean yes yes yeah i mean the I, I was going to say you're in New York. I'm sure the vegan propaganda is strong. <laughs> when your mayor is a vegan. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Having meatless days at public schools. And I mean, that's crazy. Oh, and you know, that people are trying so hard to dissuade people from beef. Don't eat that stuff. No, you don't need that's bad for you. And I've been there too. that. You know, I really thought red meat was going to kill me, you know, I've, I've sat in a car with my uh, grandfather after my grandma died of cancer and we're in a Wendy's drive-thru and he's like, oh, you want something? I was like, no, red meat is a stage one carcinogen and, you know, it, it kills people. And then to later find that on beef, I'm living my best life ever. Like, this is like a movie. Like, have you ever seen Limitless? <laughs> no, I... Uh... No, like, yes, exactly. You're like, oh my God. Like, it is literally like, I tell you, I'm like, it is the second puberty and it's like a drug. Like, it's literally like a drug. Like you're, you not only is like your, your mental state better, your cognitive thinking, your, mm-hmm. but like, just like, I, <laughs> on this, it's just like, I am far less of a, I'll just say jerk. Like, Okay. I'm far less a jerk. Like I know what you wanted to say. Yeah, like I'm so far less a jerk. Uh, like yeah, very uh, just energy, mood, 
Um, think about it. Think about a hungry animal before. Think about a hungry dog not getting what he needs. A hungry wolf. They're grouchy, you know, until they're fed, until they're properly fed. Yeah. And we have a thing in my my family. It's called hangry. Mm -hmm. That is like a, a, it's like a hereditary gene we passed. Okay. (laughs) I got it a hundred percent. Yeah. I get hangry. I haven't been hangry since I've been doing this. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. get like, like uh, I don't know, whatever they call it, like glucose dopamine dips. And yes, know, I'm not, I'm not feeling guilty after, you know, if I'm, if I'm like, wow, you know, today I'm a little bit hungrier than, mm-hmm. or more hungry than I was yesterday. Let me throw something else on. If I, you know, if this was a year ago and I was like, I'm still hungry. Let me eat a quest bar or I'm or like, I need a, this, I would eat it and be like, why did I do that? Oh my God, I'm, I'm terrible. Yeah. I'm so fat. And then it's just like this horrible, mm-hmm. whether you believe in energy or healing or whatever, like I was holding this like energy, this like remorse almost, like this guilt mm-hmm. on my body, on my mind, on my spirit, on my mental state that I don't, I no longer have that luggage. Mm-hmm. I've shed that, yeah. like I <laughs> metaphorically, like shed that weight. Like I don't have that, like why, like th- that, like depression that like, oh, I slipped up again. I did it, didn't I? Like way to go, you dummy. Now I'm like, oh no, I needed that. That was great. Like, what are we doing next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I think it has a lot to do with, because I've struggled binge eating and I don't binge eat now. It's not even a thought that crosses my mind. I don't need to do this, but I feel like it came from me just not being properly nourished. And I would fill up on this food, fill up, fill up, fill up, fill up. till I'm almost sick, you know, and the guilt I feel like would come because my body knew it still didn't get what it needed. But here I am full bloated, you know, ready to fall over. Um, and I mean, it, it really is, it really is something. Cause you know, if you, if I, I all, all the time, I'm like, Oh, if I knew then what I know now. Um, but you know, people need to know that there's things in beef. You're not going to find in plants. You're not going to find in any other meat that we absolutely need for our brains to function right for our bodies to function. Right. Um, especially, you know, saturated fat and cholesterol. Uh, it's funny you say you, you feel like a second puberty because those are, those are paramount. Those are so important for our sex hormones. You know, if you don't have the cholesterol, the saturated fat, you're not going to be producing the testosterone, the estrogen, the progesterone, you know, any of that. And it, it's, it's so important. It's. I, I, you know, I'm going to jump in like, cause that to me was like, no one likes to talk about this, uh, you know, unless you're like, a, I don't know, but to get into health class for a second here. Yeah. Um, being, uh, being a vegan for that long was somewhat like, I don't want to say detrimental, but it was difficult mm. to get attracted to somebody or to get around okay. something. Yeah. You, if you if you don't mind me going to this into this in this. No, aspect, no, not at all, not at all. Because it is it is that thing of you just like you know, 
you don't want to fall into stereotypes, but looking at just, you know what, talking stereotypically and I'll, I'll only do it with me as the, as the example, when I was eating a lot of vegetables or if I was a vegan or, 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 or whatever, I had no libido. I had, mm -hmm. and you know, I'm not the type of person that I think people need to have tremendous libidos or eat. I, I don't like big ego. I don't fit mm -hmm. well with those people. Um, I, I just don't like them. I played sports my whole life. I was always, you put up or shut up. You either, you don't talk a big game. You just play the game. You know what I mean? It, it, so it's, mm -hmm. it, I never got along with people that are, you know, chauvinistic or showboating or anything like that. Um, but the whole libido thing or the whole, the whole, you know, testosterone or whatever, like the fact that it, it you, you don't realize you're missing it until it comes back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You and know, then, you can't. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, it's like, you don't, you don't, what's the saying, you know, you don't know how good you had it until you lost it. Well, you can lose it and not even think about it until you get it back. Or, out, like or how about how about <laughs> this one cracked me up. I heard it the other day. Uh, you can't smell your house until you come back from vacation. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like, or like, it's like going. You know, slowly. It's like slowly. It's like the frog in the water. It's like slowly mm -hmm. boiling the frog. He'll stay there. Yep. Put him in the hot water. He jumps out. Well, being a, a, you know, a vegan for so long was like slowly you're losing a lot of things. You don't realize. Mm -hmm. And then, and it sounds so stupid when you say it, but like introducing beef, that's it. It's all I've done. That is all I've done. I haven't introduced elk or bison or venison or all these like beef mm -hmm. beets or I literally introduced from my supermarket, which I'm very blessed to have right by me has grass uh, finished and fed and all that, whatever. Um, it's good meat, 80, 20 ground beef. That's mm. done. And it was like a slow decline. And then like a spike up and you're like, Oh my gosh, it has, you could take away all the, 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 precursors for procreation if we're going to be you know mm -hmm. not not saying anything here if even if you take away all that stuff as a guy lifting weights running it, it's mm -hmm. it that came back yeah you know separate if you want to separate your brain from 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 other other things that, that take place with testosterone well, it's all connected. It's all it connected. Is, it, it is really all is. connected. It is, but like without, but maybe other people should know that it's not just a, uh, you know, the sexual part of the hormone, right? But right. it is like another part of it for yourself, mm -hmm. where the fact that I can, that I feel stronger, that I feel better about myself, I actually feel better about myself. Yeah. I actually don't care about as much about what I look like, but what I can do with myself. Mm -hmm. And that is, I never thought I would ever get back to a place where the mirror was, wasn't even a factor. 
the mirror for the last 10 years of my life has been this sworn enemy of mine. Mm. And it's not like a 180, like he's my best friend. Like I'm looking at myself like, damn, I'm just not even worried about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not even an issue. I don't care what I look like. I care about what I can do. Mm-hmm. And that all comes back within testosterone, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I know I've been talking for a crazy amount of time. I'm so sorry. I hope you don't mind. No, no, that's the point of the show. That's yeah. the point. Your carnivore story. I, it is it, <laughs> yeah. it's really weird. It is. Uh, I appreciate that. I really do. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a really long-winded story, but it's a story that I hope more people find not yes. not selfishly like i hope people find within their life you know like look again i fall into this category of people that truly believe this if you find this self-worth and amazing feeling eating vegan then by all means go do it god mm. bless you. i'm happy you're happy truly i'm happy you feel as good about yourself truly but i can tell you right now that I went down that road and this is the best I've ever felt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's cause I've been, I've been vegetarian and vegan and I remember being very deep into that. So when someone like a family member goes down that road, it's like in, inside I'm like, yikes, you know, cause I wish someone was like, Hey, you know, let me tell you, these are the facts, at least be informed about what's actually taking place, not what, you know, they're showcasing everywhere you go these days, but this is what's actually taking place with your biology, um, eating this way. Um, and, uh, you know, I, and, and so if someone brings up to me, I'm like, you know, I've been there and suffered that, you know, this is what That's I've done what's that been there suffered that yes been there suffered that yeah and and I I truly feel that I I'm not gonna try I'm not gonna strong arm in anyone into not doing it not trying it but I truly feel if you try it for long enough and you're not completely delusional you're gonna say hmm something's just not right with this you know, it it may take some people longer than others. I know it it took me a long time to realize how bad it was for me just because of my pride. And (laughs) yeah, yeah. It's, um, look, when you're, uh, this is going to sound really self-deprecating, but please understand that it's not meant to be insensitive to anybody. But, um, when you're diagnosed with a high school girl's disease, that's what, that's what someone told me. Yeah. Um, when you're, when you're 117 pounds and your, 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 your knees are giving out just mm-hmm. walking and your teeth are gummed reciting, your hair is falling out and, yeah. and, and you can't even look at your dad in the eye mm-hmm. and speak honestly to him. Uh, pride. <laughs> Pride goes out the window for me. Mm. Where I'm one of the best lessons I've ever learned was was rock my rock bottom. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
I, this is my life. And I've been on other podcasts talking about my eating disorders. I've done, like I said, I've given speeches. I've spoken at conferences. Mm -hmm. I've helped people. I've been in retreat and in programs with, with people. Um, and I tell them that, you know, not everyone has to do this, but this seems to help people. So I'm always going to do it. And yeah, it was, I, I lied. I was I, not even for pride or anything like that, but just because of the fact that I, I thought this is, you know, I just, it is what my, my own illness, my own, you know, disability. Um, but I know what you mean when you say pride and, and, and you think you're doing the right thing. I think that's what it is. I think people are truly, like I said, I, everyone truly thinks that they're doing the correct thing. Yeah, that's what pride is. And that's what pride is. And you have to let that person feel that for themselves. Um, I I did say before, though, that I don't remember what the change was. But okay, so there, there have been like three moments in my life where I've hit a complete exhaustion, working out, overworking out, working on film sets for way too long, not sleeping, not eating well you know, overstressed, you know, complete mental breakdowns. I've had three of them in the last five years. Wow. And the funny thing about all those, those three, the way I recouped myself or my rock bottom was going to a supermarket and buying a rotisserie chicken and eating Mm. it. And then the immediate breath of relief after and I know that sounds so stupid. It could sound so stupid, but I don't know what it was, but it, I, that, I think that was the, the last, the third time it happened was a couple months ago when I decided to, to, to do this carnivore idea. Um, I was working on a film set. I was, it was 15, uh, 16 days in a row, at least 10 hours, one, one 10 hour day. Every other day, every day besides that was, was a 12 to 14 hour day at least. Mm. And um, I wasn't sleeping. I was working out too much during, you know, what I, I was not taking care of myself. And I remember calling my parents and just being like, Hey, like I'm having a, I'm having a moment again. Mm-hmm. And like, well, well, where are you? And I'm like, I'm leaving my supermarket with two rotisserie chickens in my arms right now. And I'm eating it on the street, like a homeless mm-hmm. person. And I, and, and that I think was the trigger in my brain that said like, what is going on that when you get to the bottom of your barrel, you, the first thing you do is try to nourish yourself with food, with mm-hmm. meat, not with sweet potatoes, not with celery or lettuce, or tomatoes with or, or a bucket of ice cream a bucket of ice cream. <laughs> not, not emotionally eating literally like i'm past the point of emotional eating this yeah. is like survival life and death like what is it that you need right now and it's like i need i need substance mm-hmm. and at the time the easiest thing to grab because it's right there is a rotisserie chicken i'd eat the entire thing mm-hmm. and then i would breathe relief because I felt better and I've had some really crazy days some really crazy productions but now that I'm eating beef it's 
I don't ever get close to that point. Yeah. Not even do I ever not get close to that point. It's like I can do all that stuff and I can still exercise and I can still think and I can still create and I can still do. It is like you said, that drug limitless drug or whatever that that movie with Bradley Cooper where you're like, Oh my God, I can, I can do so much more while I'm doing it's you're like, um, it's like gaining two other arms. Yeah. And I think it's what, why, or another brain. Yeah. And and (laughs) why we laugh at it is because it almost seems silly. Yeah. Cause it's so simple. It's like, it's like, duh. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's kind of like, you know, if, if like a certain species like only wears this and you're trying to like not wear that and then you wear it and you're like, oh my God, it's like our species has been tr- doing this for ever. Yeah. And then we stop it. And then you're like, mm-hmm. why is everything sucking so much? And yeah. It's like, well, dummy, go back to what you've been doing. Yep. And, you know, we can get into the whole conversation too of like other, other things that our species has been doing that we've stopped doing or implemented other things, but like, you know, this is truly one of those things where, you know, what do they say? It's like, um, there's a huge gap in, there's a huge jump in, in, um, in evolution when we, when humans discovered cooking meat, mm-hmm. it's yeah. like we started cooking meat. And then it was like human evolution. And then it was like human evolution yeah. right after we started doing it. And again, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I don't have these studies or anything like that, but you know, I do know that that is whether it's true in evolution or whether it's true in my life. I can tell you right now, it's true in my life, and mm-hmm. that's good enough advice for me. And then you know, <laughs> for me, you know, whatever. Yeah, you can't you can't doubt your own experience. That's for sure. And the same thing with you. If you have similar stories, if you feel the same exact way, you can't doubt that. You know, yeah. and it's what I it's what I say about people that that like I said. I'm never going to discourage anybody from doing what they think is best for themselves, as long as obviously, you know, humane and not hurting anybody. Mm-hmm. So if you think that being a vegan is, is what you need to do in your life right now, then God bless you. All the power to you. Mm-hmm. I hope it works. Yeah. Asking my opinion. That's different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'll be, I'll be pretty honest these days. Like, yeah, I'll tell you exactly in the, in the sweetest way possible. So I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but I always start off by saying, well, in my unprofessional opinion. <laughs> yeah. I, I had this talk with a buddy of mine cause we got lunch and whatnot. And, and he's like, what do you want? He's like, what do you want? He's like, you want, food? He goes, you want salad? I was like, no, I was like, you know, he's one of my best friends I've known for a really long time. He's like, you want salad? I was like, no, 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 I'm going to get a, a burger. And he's like, <laughs> who are you? Yeah, I've known <laughs> him for six years. You know what I mean? <laughs> and this was like the first time we ate since. And I was like, yeah, we sitting down and eating. And he was a, he got a veggie burger. I got a regular burger. Obviously no bun, no nothing. Which it was like two patties, some bacon and a fried egg on top. And he got this mm-hmm. veggie burger with like, fried onion and in this giant brioche bun and ketchup and all these things and french fries and we literally sat there and talked and we went over and he was like i was like 
we got on topic of you know food and he's like well what do you mean you feel better and you're eating healthier while you're eating red meat and i went i was like like, first of all stop look at what i'm eating compared to what you're eating right now and he's like yeah it's a veggie burger and i'm like but look at what you've done to it like it's like the blinders are on yeah it's like we're it's like one of my favorite books is 1984 by George Orwell and it's like oh yeah oh my goodness that's a good one you can call it whatever you want to call it yeah you can call it a healthy burger look at what it is you know what I mean yeah absolutely you can call it's like you can call ground beef death food that's Mm -hmm. fine I'm still gonna eat it because I know what it does I know how it makes me feel. Yeah. You can yeah, a rose, a rose would still yeah. smell as sweet, you know, by any other name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's no, you can go to Chili's and order from the guiltless grill. Their whole <laughs> section of healthy, clean, clean, lean. I think I think it would what what was it? It was like clean, lean eating, the guiltless grill. And it uh-huh. was, you know, it was all these things. It was like egg whites and this and that. And you're just like, man you know as someone who who fell into a lot of traps with food yeah that's that's good bait mm-hmm. that's some great bait for people oh yeah like me that are in that, that are dealing with brain inflammation and 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 not they have, don't have the cognitive you know uh inclined to understand that these words these words aren't the substance Mm-hmm. You can call it whatever you want to call it, but it is what it is. And yep. you, you get that clarity when you actually realize, you know, that substance. So I, I, I you know, I do have those conversations with some people and when, I don't hold my breath too much these days anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do. If you want to look at me and what I'm eating, if you're going to stare at me and question it, I will openly talk to you about all this stuff, but yeah. Um, like I said, I have a lot of friends in this movement. So if I want to try to keep them, I try oh, yeah. To, yeah. I try to just mm-hmm. I get I get invited to a lot of vegan potlucks and um it's really funny because oh, I get there and they're like, What are you gonna have? And I'll be like, Yeah, I'm good. I'll just hang out, like get water, water fun. <laughs> Cut to like if this was a movie, it'd be like 15 minutes beforehand. And I'm just like sitting at Starbucks eating a steak that I cooked yeah. or something <laughs> before I go there, just so I can, you know, enjoy my friends. Cause again, they're delightful people, but we just don't see eye to eye on things. And you have to be respectful of that and mm-hmm. people's opinions. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, these days it's crazy. I feel like your diet is like, the new religion like people get offended and it it shouldn't it shouldn't be that big of a deal you should be able to talk freely about hey actually let's talk about what really constitutes a healthy diet you know and yeah um okay so you're all meat at the moment yeah yeah Yeah. doing the meat and the fruit for a while okay um quick anecdote with that I ordered, I ordered food from my supermarket, like Instacart, and I ordered three bundles of bananas. Mm-hmm. They sent me three boxes. Oh my goodness. 15 bundles in a box. Oh, wow. 
So I was able to like call my vegan friends and like <laughs> give, give bananas away. There but you go. I got stuck with a box of bananas. So I was freezing them. And then I was literally just eating at that point. Like my diet switched to like mostly bananas and a little bit of beef. And then it was like, and I got to the point where it was like, I don't even want to look at another banana ever mm. again. So now I just do, I do eight ounce patties of ground beef. Mm-hmm. I, I get, I know since I'm weird, I get like 23 pounds of ground beef. Oh, I good. Eight ounce patties and I put them in the freezer and I do three at a time. I normally eat twice a day mm-hmm. and I literally just have three, eight ounce patties of, I do that twice a day. And oh, I perfect. Amazing. Sweet and simple, sweet and simple. Absolutely. I, I definitely. I've done, spent enough time cooking and preparing and eating food where I don't want, I just literally want to spend at most 30 minutes if I have to cook and eat my food. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. When I was in the plant-based days, I remember for dinner, I would need to start prepping things, you know, like sometimes the day before, but usually it was on a daily basis to get ready for dinner. I'm going to start chopping and preparing things at two o'clock. Like that's not natural, you know, and it, and it, and it was causing me so much anxiety, so, so much stress. Right. Oh my God. I, I don't mean to cut you off. I just, I, it feels good to talk to someone about this stuff a lot of time. Like, you know, I don't know how these conversations, a lot of people, obviously, mm-hmm. but like, so we can just revel and just sit in that remembrance of the anxiety. And like, I don't know, you know, if you, how old you are, forgive me, but even if you have a family, I'm 28, okay, I'm 28. Okay. Yeah. So I've got a teenagers. husband and two kids. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. Kids are not my thing, but that's amazing. I have a goddaughter who is the greatest thing in the world, in my life. I love her death, but that's as much as me and kids will ever get along. Okay. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but with like me and my parents, when I was living at the house, it was like a contentious thing. Like my mom would be like, John, you can't take up like four feet of room here <laughs> like you like but like I know it sounds silly and like funny but like like I was so indoctrined into like this narcissistically driven ideology of like me and food that it was like well I'm eating better like it, it's so mm-hmm. stupid stupid yeah I'm laughing because I've been there I'm yeah. laughing because I've totally been there like no yeah. I'm making I'm making my healthy black bean brownies and lentil puree over yeah. basmati rice. Oh yeah. And <laughs> don't eat the applesauce. This is for my, this is for my butter substitute. Okay. Please. Yeah. <laughs> like, and like steaming things and oh. poaching and, and eating and then just being like, well, what's next? And you're like, you just ate, you just made this immaculate, like, picasso-esque like salad thing with zoodles and and Mm. and flowers and and all these hemp seeds and you're like salt baying pumpkin seeds (laughs) and you eat it in like four hours and you're just constantly great it's funny how like when you look at other species of animals that eat Mm plant-based they're grazing animals yeah they're yeah, it's constantly all day eating. It's constant, constant, mm-hmm. constant, constant. And then you look at 
you know, animals that are more, more of a predator type or whatever you want to, you know, there's mm-hmm. that whole lion diet, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, you know, you go out when you're hungry, you eat. Yeah. It's like you, you're done when you're done. Make the kill, eat it, Make go on kill, about your it. life. And I, and I totally like, I, I do, if you want to talk about fasting or anything like that, like I, I was never, I, I always hated breakfast in the morning. I love breakfast for dinner, but like, I don't like eating in the morning in the morning is, is like coffee work. Again, like I work in a very creative field. So it's like the first thing you do when you're just good at that sleep state is I write music or I work on a screenplay or I work on my photography or I do something or I'm brainstorming for today's activity. And then I was like, okay, I got that creative endeavor done for the morning. Now I'm going to stew on that while I go lift weights or if I go for a run. Mm-hmm. And then I come back and I eat and it's like, it's so funny. Cause it's, you know, it's, it is that like, it's a great relationship when you really home it in for yourself. Again, this is totally selfish and narcissistic. If you got a kid, if you got, if you're taking care of somebody, if you, I make, I make arts and crafts for a living. It might, you know what I mean? Like there are other people out there that are like teachers and they got to do, that's fine. Do, do whatever you got to do. But for me, this works and it's, and but, but it's that once you're in tune with your, you know, your rhythm and, 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 and the food and everything, it almost just like, you don't have to put together this puzzle. It kind of falls into place for yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's just that weird thing of like the, the, the rectangle going to the rectangle hole, like things just start falling into place themselves. You're like, yeah, I'm going to work out because I have energy where I don't, and I don't have these spikes in energy. It's kind of all lasting all day. And if I'm, eating now I, I can eat later I can wait till much these great it's this this it is it is a veil you know mm-hmm. without meat or it's a definite veil in front of your eyes that we put up and it's not like the the veil is this beautiful thing that we're getting distracted by the beautiful thing is in front of us and we put this white wall in front of us for some reason, mm-hmm. you know, I hope that makes sense that analogy, but no, it makes sense. It does make sense to me. I'm sure <laughs> it makes sense to everyone else too. Um, okay. So you're fairly new okay, to sorry, carnivore. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> it's, it's okay. I'm enjoying this conversation. Totally derailed. So and whatever your itinerary <laughs> was, I just derailed it's it. All right. Um, have you had any issues adapting? Are you having any, like, um, any low blood sugar or some people get diarrhea? Some people are constipated. Some people have nausea. Cause I know that coming from uh, a heavy vegetable diet, you're not going to have the stomach acid to digest or some people yeah. won't have the stomach acids to digest the fat and the meat. I tell well. you right. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, you know, we've already talked about the sexy parts of the diet. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> the unsexy parts of the diet are definitely don't have red meat for 10 years and then put it into your system. You're going to have issues. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I diarrhea. Like I, it was bad for the first week or two. Um, you know, I'm lactose intolerant, like I said. Um, or the, or, or so I don't, I just don't digest it, whether or not that's real or, or not, whatever. I just don't, don't digest it. I feel very inflamed the next morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay. On two fronts on that whole front too. Like yesterday, this is kind of crazy, but I was walking home and I said, 
you know, yogurt makes me feel very inflamed or whatever. Mm. I was like, why do I really want to try cottage cheese? I don't, I don't know why. I feel like I'm in a Seinfeld skit. I was like, I, I don't know why, but I really want to try it. <laughs> I just got cottage cheese and I tried it last night and I woke up this morning and I didn't like the way I felt. I felt very puffy and inflamed and it, I, I just, it's not for me. It's, I don't, I don't think dairy is for me. I've tried to incorporate ghee for, for a while. I, same kind of thing, mm-hmm. constipation. And this is all going to what you were asking. I definitely felt constipated. I definitely felt stomach issues, bloated, hard. Um, dairy doesn't do it for me. It doesn't work for me. Um, I definitely hit that keto flu type symptoms mm-hmm. where I felt very nauseous like two weeks ago. Okay. Um, or uh, two, I say two weeks ago, but really it's, it's when I stopped eating fruit. So it's longer than that. Um, I definitely, uh, I definitely got very nauseous one night in particular, and I, my, I, like, I had like this, like, 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 um, not, not the spins, but like, you know, when you, uh, when you get like, I haven't been drunk in a very long time, but like, I was almost drunk. Like my brain was spinning. Like I was very mm. nauseous. I was very disorientated at night. And that was honestly for like one and a half, one day. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But yeah, I haven't had any symptoms since. I haven't had the only symptoms I ever have with 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 my bowel movements, or with when I try to incorporate some kind of dairy or cheese. Um, and that's just because a cheeseburger looks so much better than a regular burger, mm-hmm. and I get jealous. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I really just want a cheeseburger but it doesn't work with me. So I just have to live with it Um, until I forget how it makes me feel. And then I'm like, just give it another shot, John. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I'm recently discovering that I have some issues with dairy. It was causing me to have some issues with the skin on my elbows. And then if I ate a lot of cheese, I would kind of get this itchy feeling in the back of my throat. I love this stuff though. I absolutely love it. So I am going without dairy for a time, but when it's holiday season, I can say, all right, well, I know what it's going to do to me, but I, yeah. I kind of want it anyways. At, yeah. Know. Yeah. I, yeah, no, I know. I know what you mean. That's funny. I, I, don't, I haven't realized anything with my skin, which I guess I'm blessed. I really haven't had any, I mean, like, again, when you have the two extremes of the two lives that I've been living, it could be much worse. It really mm-hmm. could be much worse. I could be, I could have had a lot more difficulties, but I think, I think my body was so lacking in those nutrients that as soon as I incorporated it, it was just like, like a sponge, just yeah. literally sucked it up. And I'm Alyssa, like, it was night and day. Like I, I don't care about this anymore. But like I thinned out, I mm-hmm. looking better, feeling better. My skin looked better. My, my, I was more muscular. My hair looked better. My beard grew better. Like my nails, my everything, everything just mm-hmm. like got better. Nothing got worse. Which yeah. hundred percent a blessing. Yeah. It's really cool because even though some people will have a really hard 
adaptation, there's always something else going on that's like way better. And they're like, well, you know, I guess I'll put up with this because this other stuff is really awesome. And that's how, that's how it was for me because I, it took me a while to adapt. I think it took like three months for me to have regular stools again. And, um, but I was kind of like, well, if this is how it's going to be for the rest of my life, it'll be cool, you know, because all yeah. these other things are and I feel way like, better. I feel like people like us, where we where we gone down the plant-based diet, like stools and bowel movements have never really been the best thing. So it's <laughs> like, if this is what it, like, if this is the worst part about this diet, game on, bring it up. Yeah, bring yeah. Up. I'll take That's exactly. This. this ain't nothing. Trust it, me. It's like, like the grand scale of the would you rather game. Hey, but I, I, I can laugh at this because I feel like I have to laugh at this. It's like I had a bulimia. Trust me, not the worst thing. This is yeah. not the worst yeah. thing. Like I promise you, it could be so much worse. Um, but no, I, I luckily, yeah. Like again, like this is this is this is like the third month of my, you know, my coming into this diet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's been like five months of like tipping back into like tiptoeing back into it mm-hmm. um so like now like I, i'm i you know i don't have a lot of issues like i said like just this morning when i was like man like i shouldn't have had, had that cheese um but you know i don't think it's i don't think cheese is bad for you i think mm-hmm. i just had to find the right kind mm. uh and i'm I, I won't give up yet i won't give up yet but but yeah that's the only issue that i've had um okay yeah i i know that definitely if i have pasteurized dairy it's going to give me issues like um instantly um like gastrointestinal issues raw dairy though i i don't feel any like immediate symptoms but it does seem like raw cheese was still affecting the skin on my elbows and then i i maybe or maybe not raw kefir was good to go by I went ahead and nixed all the dairy just to kind of get a baseline of zero dairy um it's I I don't mean to interrupt you if you have another question for me there but I've been researching like uh like histamines and stuff like that and they say that the the fermented things are actual cause the most like I get inflamed okay I have it so like a histamine thing which I believe um yeah fermented dairy is weird and i don't know where you live but again in new york uh there's only one place in the entire state of new york that sells that has the legal right to sell raw dairy so it's very hard for me to get raw okay yeah yeah so i'm in georgia and it's technically only legal for pets for pets to consume so Uh, i won't tell that's Yeah, that's the loophole. And so it's it's funny because the milk I buy it has a big sticker on there. It says not for human consumption, only for animals. Um, and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, my kids, my daughter, she saw that she's eight and she's like, this says humans aren't supposed to drink it. I'm like, it's fine, baby. They just have yeah. to say that. <laughs> it's like best by date. It doesn't really mean anything. don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, but I um. Love- have, have you have you had goat's milk like no goat's i haven't no i, I um, haven't I, I i've been looking at that i i want to try maybe it is just cow's milk that for whatever reason i have a hard because a lot of people say that sorry i live in brooklyn 
a lot of cars drive by gets loud. I okay. hope you hear that. Um, no, it's fine. A lot of uh, a lot of people that I've read have said that goat's milk, goat's cheese, sometimes works well with that. Yeah. So I'm going to try yeah. that. That's probably going to be the next thing I try. So there is a difference between like A1 and A2 dairy. And I believe goat's milk is always A2 or most of the time A2. And that's supposed to be less inflammatory. Um, okay. Wrap it around. So, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so uh, have you, have? I know you said you've been eating ground beef. You've had the chicken. Have you had any um, big succulent, juicy cuts of meat since you've been back like a big ribeye or something absolutely yes. delicious. Yes. What's been your favorite? Um, I actually really love flank steak, which is not the answer I wanted to give you because I just had, uh, a, amazing ribeye that my my brother-in-law gave me it was like 40 dollars for the steak it was like this it was amazing i ate yesterday great and it was it was amazing um i need a brother-in-law like that (laughs) (laughs) it was it was a leftover we had a we had a later fourth fourth of july party and he had come with all these steaks and everything and he, he gave me one uh to take home and it was amazing um, but I had, uh, besides just ground beef being like my favorite thing right now, because it, it's just so satiating flank steak with, um, with the bone and the marrow, mm-hmm. like, mm. man, did not think that that would be as, as desirable as it has been. Um, it's almost that is almost like a superfood in itself mm. where if you grill up a flank steak like for some reason like the i don't know if a lot of people know what it looks like it's literally the cow's calf so there's a calf bone and the meat is around it and i don't have a grill in my brooklyn studio so i have mm-hmm. like a cast iron i put on the cast iron and i i grill on both sides and then um like the 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 it's like a gelatin kind of marrow like fatty just puddle mm-hmm. and I, I either put that on the eggs or i'll put that on it is or like honestly i've like literally scooped it out like an egg yolk and eaten that straight and it's that is almost like a warm hug if that makes sense like it is like it you does feel it yes. go in it's one of those things where you feel it go in and it's just like, like, yeah. wow. Like mm-hmm. that was good. So that, nice. that is, I could tell anybody like secret, like it's super cheap flank steak. It's your, it's, it's just bone marrow with gelatin. It's very, it's, it's, I almost feel it like hating my bones and making me strong. Mm. Yeah. Yes. nice that sounds delicious it's, so good. it's almost dinner time here so I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. um okay so can you see yourself staying carnivore meat-based long term yeah yeah um it doesn't make sense to not do it at this point mm-hmm. like i used to have these things where i would call them 
like F off Friday and I would like cheat meal every Friday. Um, and it was this idea that I had where I'd be like starving or like eat lean, eat good, eat, you know, broccoli and, and sweet potato and chicken breast, broccoli. And then like a Friday would come and I'd be like, like mm-hmm. going to like my protein bar and be like, like just gluttony, gluttony, yeah. gluttony, just gluttony. And then now like I've only F off Friday once and it was with my dad and we were at a ball game. And we were put up in a sweet, long story, we were put up in a suite and they had free hamburger sliders. And it was a Friday. And I looked at my dad and we were like, and we were just like <laughs> popping in like Skittles. It was great. Like, and I truly think that like, if I'm ever going to let loose a little bit and like indulge myself, it's never going to be with this like fake keto healthy mm-hmm. protein bar smoothie this that blah 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 it'll be like yeah let's go barbecue or let's go you know it's it's like let's let's it, it's going to be in that way it, it, for some you know for no odd reason actually it's not an odd reason i don't feel the need to ever look for something else Mm-hmm. I realized that that's what I was doing. I was looking for something else to satiate me quickly. I don't need to do that anymore. This diet is great. If I, the only thing I'd ever see myself like ever reindulging in is like blueberries. Cause sometimes I really mm-hmm. miss blueberries. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My... I, like the only other craving I ever have are like blueberries. Okay. Yeah, my my grandpa, he's got a blueberry tree. And so I go and pick the blueberries for him every year. I remember last year when I first started carnivore, I was like, okay, well, next summer when I pick the blueberries, I'm gonna eat them. I might try a couple when they're yeah. when they're ready to harvest. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like I'm not in the other thing is like if I was a vegan, I'd be like so like the temptation would scare me. I'd be like, oh my God, mm-hmm. I can't have that. <laughs> but I can't have that. Why I, I want it, but I can't yeah. not letting myself now. Yeah, I'm, don't even let that blueberry. touch my vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> like like the other, like, okay, here we go. At that fourth of July party at my sister's place, I not gonna lie, I had a blueberry. There was a blueberry yeah. on the on the antipasto. I'm Italian. We had uh-huh. like an antipasto plate, and there was like, you know, strawberries, blueberries, grapes, and there was just like one blueberry. Adam, I was just like, not thinking. I was like, oh, yeah. oh, cool. Uh-huh. Like, no fear, no anxiety, no regret, no guilt, no gluttony. Just it, just whatever. yeah. So yeah, if I ever indulge, it'll be in like a small handful of blueberries. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I even will. I'm just saying maybe that yeah. could be the only thing. Yeah. And then it, I think it goes also with like listening to your body. If you're smelling a fragrant piece of fruit and your mouth is just watering and it's like, oh, I really want that. You know, I, I don't think someone should not have it unless they're deathly allergic of yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah, it, um, yes. Go ahead. No, no. I'm <laughs> yeah, no, okay. I, I feel that way. Yes. Yeah. So my last question I have for you is what advice would you give someone thinking about carnivore or just trying it out? Be gentle. Mm-hmm. 
Um, again, I'm coming, I'm not coming from a typical um, person. I'm not coming from, you know, someone who's just like, maybe I should try to lose weight or I'm mm-hmm. coming from somebody who has terrible, who, who has had and has had a long history of terrible food disordered eating and, and right. um, disordered eating. Be gentle. Um, understand that you won't die and understand that if you've made it to the point where you're thinking about it, you owe it to yourself to go through with it. Yeah. At least give it a try. And I, yeah. And that's with every, and truly that to me was with everything in life. Like if you're thinking about it and you've gone to the point where you're really considering it, if you're listening to this for this long, if you made it this long and you're truly enjoy what <laughs> I'm saying, like, forgive me, but if you're enjoy, if you, if you, if you're resonating with me and if I have any power over it, over anything that you do in your life be gentle yourself take care of yourself and if you've made it this far just maybe try it you you'll probably you'll 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 learn something and mm-hmm. regardless if it's what you think you need to know or what you want to know just try it yeah great advice absolutely great advice well john this has been so great it has been such a pleasure it's been such a pleasure meeting you and talking with you. You are a great person and I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited because you're going to stick to this and it's only going to get better. It's good now. It's only going to get better. It, and it keeps getting better and it's, yeah, the best really is yet to come. Thank you so much for <laughs> letting me ramble and, and, and whatnot. I, I do appreciate it. Thanks for giving me this platform. Um, I do look forward to getting better. You are a great person as well. You're, you have a lovely personality. I cannot wait to hear more people be on here and, and share similar stories. Um, and like you said, it's almost dinner time. I think I'm going to go to the market and go grab some goat cheese and see how. All right. All right. Well, I, I hope to hear how that turns out for you. <laughs> and um, if anyone wants to connect with you, can they find you on Instagram? Please. Please. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone, so that seriously though, like if anyone ever needs to talk about anything that I've talked about, any struggles that they're going with, by all means, I will answer and talk to you. Um, okay. You're not alone. So by all means, reach out. Okay. And so John's on Instagram at John J O H N Rossi R O S S I C's S E E S. Clever name. Yeah, good Love job. For Instagram. I see things, <laughs> I take their photos, and I post them. Yes, good job, good job. All right, have a great rest of your evening. Yes, you as well. Yeah, Thank I will you. do. And I will see you around Instagram. Got it. All right, take care. Thank you. That's right, it for today. Until next time, stay meaty, stay strong, and stay inspired. Do you have a carnivore story to tell? Connect with me on Instagram at meet, M-E-A-T, Mrs. M-R-S, Grubs, G-R-U-B-S, and I will add you to the list. I would love to interview you, and the world needs to know that meat heals.